are listening to season four of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Evans, and I'm so happy you are here. After planning events and working in the marketing industry with so many incredible clients and entrepreneurs for almost 20 years, along with personally experiencing hardship in life and business, I've discovered how powerful our mindset and purpose is in creating a life of joy and celebration while having a whole lot of fun along the way. Join me with a coffee or cocktail as I connect with inspiring leaders, entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and extraordinary people as they share their journey in life and business and how they are striving to live a life of purpose. Your fears and beliefs in yourself will be transformed as you work towards creating the best version of yourself from the inside out. You're in good company. Cheers to celebrating simple life. Today on Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, I'm chatting with Jennifer McCowan certified trichologist and owner of Hope Hair Recovery. Jennifer has been helping people feel good about themselves as a hairstylist for the past 23 years. After experiencing tragic loss in 2010, she experienced firsthand how stress manifests itself in the body. She found suspicious lumps in each of her breasts and two heart issues, which then led to a significant amount of hair loss. After being told by her dermatologist to brace for impact, you're going to be bald by the time you're 60, she couldn't believe what was happening to her. After shopping for wigs, taking down mirrors in her house, and beginning to avoid making eye contact with anyone, she knew she had to find another way. She was driven by the simple fact that for a woman, losing her hair is like losing her identity, and she was determined to never let another woman feel the way she did at that time, and so her hair loss journey began. Tune in as we chat all about the art of trichology, how she connects with every client she's had, age six, and everyone in between, and how each of their life stories inspires her to continue on educating and inspiring everyone around them to never take no for an answer and to never give up. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? I'm very good, Kimberly. How are you? Good. So nice to have you on the show today. It is so nice to be here. I'm so excited to get to chat with you. This is like a blast from the past because (laughs) you and I have had our paths cross years ago in a completely different facet than what we're going to be talking about today, which is my favorite thing when worlds collide. (laughs) (laughs) So I had the pleasure of being a part of your wedding years ago and met you and your lovely family and now through the world of entrepreneur and maybe technology and social media having part of it too, get to reconnect with you and hear what you're up to. Isn't it the best thing ever? I'm so glad this is all developed because it's so nice to be able to see and hear everybody's faces from a hundred years ago. I know. (laughs) So I want for my listeners who have not had the pleasure yet of following along Hope Hair Recovery and seeing what you're up to, I would love for you to give a little bit of background as to about you and how you got started in the world of becoming an entrepreneur, first of all, and what you're up to right now. Well, uh, so for those of you who don't know me, my name's Jennifer McCowan, and I was a hairstylist for 23 years, and now I'm uh, one of the provinces, I'm the province's only certified trichologist, so I am a, a certified hair and scalp loss, or hair and scalp condition, I'm tongue-tied today like crazy, hair loss <laughs> and scalp condition coach. So You are in good company here. Yeah, okay. It's so cold outside. I think my tongue is still frozen. Well, that's fair. <laughs> so, so I got into 
entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur forever. I rented a chair and uh, always just kind of was individual and not on my own. And 10 years ago, my dad was killed in a car accident a month after I had my baby boy and I lost a significant amount of hair and nobody could tell me what to do. Everybody was actually my dermatologist told me I would be bald by the time I was 60. And my other doctor handed me some other stuff and said, if this doesn't work, I got nothing else for you. And so I sort of found this huge gap between cosmetology and medicine. And as it turns out, this gap is called trichology and it originated actually over in the UK. It's in fact been around for well over 150 years almost. It just hasn't really landed yet much in Canada. So there's, I think 11 of us now, maybe 12. There's rumors that there's one more girl, even in Saskatchewan that just graduated like two weeks ago. So, um, but you know, we're in desperate need because, you know, there's a significant amount of increase in hair loss and doctors and physicians don't really know what to do about it because they know their mainstreams. And, uh, and so it was time that someone brought that missing link to Saskatchewan to give people hope for their hair and not take the fact that you're going to go bald as an answer. Wow. Well, I would love to dig into that a little bit more with you because I obviously like losing your dad and in such a tragic situation. And I mean, we have all experienced in our life, what traumatic and stressful circumstances can do to physically to yeah. our bodies, besides all of the mental and emotional turmoil that tragic experiences obviously cause. But I think to be able to bring your story to the forefront and actually be able to show like the physical symptoms that were actually happening amidst, I mean, having a baby, heaven knows is beyond a- stressful to any. <laughs> mama who's having had or will have babies it's not a time of no stress let's put it that way and then to have something so unbelievably sad happen around a time that's already such heightened emotions and yeah stress especially your first baby um it was my, I, my second it was your second sorry so it, uh, it was before christmas oh my gosh like i just Oh, my heart just breaks for you. Just like hearing this. And I think this is going to be such a powerful story for people listening today, because there isn't a single person on earth who can't relate to tragedy in some way, shape or form. We all have our stories and it doesn't negate or put anyone else's story in a different level, depending on what the tragedy is. It's just hard. And for you to be able to take something an aftermath of something that was so difficult and be able to spin it in a way of just not taking no for an answer for yourself is what I hear when you're telling your story right and I know that about you as well so that's amazing to be able to just say you know what yeah like the medical professionals are doing the best they can but that actually isn't good enough for me because I'm not okay with this outcome. And I feel like I relate to you a little bit on that in a sense of just pushing forward in the world of cystic fibrosis with my daughter, Cassidy, like I'm not taking no for an answer. This will never be okay for her fate to just be like, well, she might not live as long as others. That's not okay with me. So I, I feel my mama heart feels with you as you were dealing with all of this. And so what were the steps that you kind of started to take, like after you're hearing these 
medical professionals and people tell you this is just what your fate is and you're like uh no thank you <laughs> what did you do um, it kind of it a lot of it kind of rained a lot of negatives so after my dad died within that year and a half we actually lost seven family members oh and my gosh and then we had a we had gotten a puppy to bring in some life into the family and then the puppy died while getting spayed and then they found a lump in each one of my breasts. And that was when my heart issues were discovered. So all of that happened in three years. So I'm a super, super stubborn girl, as you know. And so I kind of get mad. And I was yeah. like, this can't happen. Why is it happening? Um, and so I started going to the gym. I went to the gym every day. I lost 30 pounds. I quit smoking. Um, I took care of myself. I did everything I could to prevent myself from going under the knife and having to get heart surgery. But with all the trauma and the stress, um, I still needed to get, uh, I've had two heart surgeries now. My last one was just two months ago. Yes. And so, you know, um, I, I tend to, to, meet the bull with the horns and it went when when stuff gets tough I just get tougher and you I have to find the silver lining like yes it was a sad tragedy that my dad died but years later I found out that the rescue team got um, additional water safety training because my dad ended up in a slough and they had to cut him out of his vehicle so it was a very traumatic rescue for the rescuers and a lot of them actually had to go for therapy after my dad's accident but then the town of Humboldt also got uh, a new water rescue device to help people get out of car accidents like that my dad was in. And so I find a lot of beauty in the fact that my dad died, but it will be in result of that lots of other dads won't die and other people, mm -hmm. their lives will be saved. And so to me, that was a big full circle. And, um, you know, I have his picture up in my office here. It's the, the only picture of him taken with my son. But he was a very hardworking man. He was extremely independent and, and such a fighter. And I get all of that from him. And so I just took it to blaze a trail to help other people because he did his part by passing away and, you know, having all those wonderful things come out as a result, new water equipment, new water safety training. And then I've had the blessing of being able to already impact hundreds of lives and, and help people with their mental health, because I know firsthand what it's like to want to kill yourself when you can't look in the mirror, mm -hmm. when you are just so disgusted with what you look like, you know, it brings you to tears. You don't want to leave your house. Um, there's so much shame involved in hair loss that people just, those of us that have hair loss, we get it. Those of us that have never experienced, we don't really we don't have a clue. It's like saying that we understand what it's like to have cancer. Totally. No, you empathize, but you don't know what it's like to drive to the clinic. You don't know what it's mm -hmm. like to get a pick. You don't know what it's like to vomit for days afterwards. Mm -hmm. you, we can empathize, but unless we've been there, it gives us a whole new angle on things. So I, I love my job. It's my third baby because I love the fact that I can physically make them look better. I love that when they leave, 99% of them have a smile on their face because I won't just let them go, go handed. If your hair is never going to come back, I've got a solution for that too. If only mm -hmm. half of it is gone, but you're not ready to go for a wig, I've got a solution for that too.
I will never let any one of my patients fall through the cracks. And if I don't have the solution, I've collaborated with other medical professionals that are of my caliber, that I trust, that I will refer my patients to. So, you know, obviously we don't do um, hair transplants and things like that, but I am... I've collaborated with PAI Medical in Regina and Dr. Suri down there. Um, they also do platelet-rich plasma injections down there. So, you know, I, if I don't know it, I know somebody that does. So no matter what happens when they come into our office, they're in good hands. And in the clinic that I have too, because it took me so long to get the health that I needed because I didn't just need my hair to grow back. I hadn't really eaten any food for three and a half years. Right. I, my nutrition on par, my net mental health on par, my spirituality had crumbled. Um, so I've done now in the business and building that I'm in, we have healers, we have, um, you know, a barber do different things. I got a tattoo artist that will even do nipples or scalp micropigmentation where they'll um, they fill in spots in the bald heads or, you know, just to make it look denser or on for breast cancer patients. It's exceptional to have an areola specialist. We have one of those here. We have a nutritionalist. We've got a mental health counselor. So we've got a lot of avenues to help people in different areas of their hair. And we're still adding one more person to the team. I haven't found them just yet, but um, it's just going to be one more area so that when people walk in, they know it's a safe place all of their needs are met and they're in very, very good hands. Which from, I mean, we are, we always pride ourselves living in Canada with the healthcare and the systems that we have yet speaking from experience with my daughter in figuring out um, her chronic illness that was misdiagnosed for four years before we found out that she had cystic fibrosis. There is not a lot of collaboration in Canada between medical professionals from my experience. And I think in what I'm learning now and the people that I know and people like you, and I have an amazing friend who owns a wellness um, clinic here in Saskatoon as well, who similarly to what you're describing is trying to find this well-rounded approach so that I, I heard her actually say this to somebody the other day, which I was thinking of right as you were saying what you said is, we're not letting you leave us until we figure out how to solve this for you in some way, shape or form. And it's not always necessarily maybe the way that the um, patient is coming in thinking that they would like it to be fixed, just like all of us, right? We can't always get exactly what we want the way we want and how we want it. But if you have people in your corner and you have your team around you that can actually help get you to the end result that everybody understands is essentially the same. The path might just be a little bit different. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And that way, before they even walk in the door, just like at your wellness clinic, they know that they're going to leave feeling better. Mm -hmm. I'm in hopeful leaving with hope, right? Oh, and I love that that's the name of your business because that's exactly it. I think for any person that has ever experienced some type of diagnosis or having to be sitting in a sterile medical office waiting for people to come in and tell you news or anticipating an appointment that you're just not sure what's going to come of it because there just hasn't been any of that preface conversation happening and it doesn't feel like a safe place and it's scary and hard and often you're there alone because you just aren't sure what the right protocol nobody is ever doing that 
from experience when you're going for the first time, having something like that happen. And so you can't know what you don't know. And I love that you're describing just this like community um, of people that surround the person who already is in a hard place before this even gets started. (laughs) That's exactly it. And that was one of the first things I've trained my entire staff on, especially the ones that are on the phone. Um, I, from day one have said, you can't pick up the phone like you work in a salon. It's not like, hi, thanks for calling. We can't Mm -hmm. wait to see you. No, every single time that phone rings, someone with a broken heart's on the other line, someone with a lot of shame and a lot of hurt. And it's probably taken a lot for them to step out of their comfort zone. That person's on the other line. So you need to have an open heart and be empathetic from the minute that you pick up that phone. Everyone is a friend. Everyone is family. And we don't, they're not just our friends or our buddies. No, we're caretakers and we want to take care of you. Wouldn't that just be like so exceptional if all of us had that mindset for our day-to-day lives? <laughs> Wouldn't it just be a game? I'm like, my mind is like bursting right now as we're talking and just thinking of that because I feel like, I mean, whole nother podcast episode, we could talk about customer service, but beyond that, just the idea that there's somebody on the other line where you've like specifically spoken to your team about the actual act of somebody with a broken heart being on the other end, which I think, especially right now with everything going on in the world, there's a lot of broken hearts for a million other new reasons than what we were maybe feeling even a year ago. And I think for us to just be able to all live in that state of, I, I can't remember where I heard the term, but just assuming generously about people around us rather than anticipating that the next person that you talk to or whatever is going to say something annoying or irritating or frustrating, right? Yeah. Being cynical, right? Like yeah. we, it's hard not to be cynical in a world like this because it balances too, right? So we just, I, I want to just focus on the energy that we bring to the room. I'm even having my favorite shaman come in and he's going to cleanse the area and really good like um, stones and good energy and good places so that we hit lots of different layers on people that they don't even know. Okay. So I want to dive into the specifics as to what a trichologist actually does, because this is, was a new term for me to hear. And I'm guessing people listening, this is a new term. And if you're the only one uh, right now in Saskatchewan, I'm guessing there's a lot of people right now in our million person province that maybe don't know what this is. Um, but you just moved to a new office space and a new location. Yay. Congratulations. That is not a feat uh, for the week of heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been fun and exciting. <laughs> no, trichology is the science of hair and scalp disorders. So it's a paramedical field of dermatology. And so we kind of, we study skin like dermatologists, but we focus on the hair. And what people don't understand is you have about a hundred thousand hairs on your head and each, every single hair is an organ and every organ functions on its own. And so when we get into the nitty gritty, um, it, it is absolutely, absolutely incredible what happens in the hair in the process in order to make a hair. And so to me, that fascinates me. You're just like wanting to nerd, nerd out on your hair talk. And I love it. (laughs) I I'm what they call a trico geek or a trichology geek. Cause I just can't stop. I just go, Oh yeah, let's look at this. And Ooh, what does this do? And I just love it. I love it. And, and that's another thing 
I like when my clients leave, I like that they feel educated so that they feel like little mini trichologists when they leave too. So, but trichology is also not just about the hair and skin. It's about how external factors and your, your body affect your hair, right? So we take an exclude, like a really intensive medical history. We take a lifestyle history and environmental history. Uh, sometimes if the client wants, we actually do epigenetic hair analysis testing. So we test the, uh, ep the, the influence of the environment on your gene expression. So we can actually tell you every vitamin, mineral, omega that you're deficient in, every food intolerance you have, every food additive intolerance, omegas you're low in, parasites, fungus, radiation, everything. I, it's a 30 page comprehensive report. So we make sure that we get to the literal root of the issue. So I've, I have a patient that, for example, she's 17. Her hair's never been longer than two inches long. Her mom couldn't figure it out. They came in to see me and I do blood, I do blood analysis as well. So I read the blood tests that your doctors will have perform. And I, I, you know, I recommend certain tests that I like to see as well. Well, it turns out that this girl was so severely iron deficient. She was anemic and she had been since she was essentially three years old. She's now been on iron for four months her hair has completely changed. It's longer than it's ever been. She had to actually go get four inches cut off because it was just that stringy stuff on the bottom because the new stuff that's coming in is so thick and full and healthy. So, you know, it's, we, we do a very, very, very thorough exam, but we, we read, I read blood from a functional medicine perspective, which is a little bit more narrow than a regular medicine, like a regular GP would read it. So our, our narrow, like our, exceptional ratios are a lot more narrow than a regular physician. So that's why we kind of try to like to work in collaboration with physicians, because there's been lots of patients that their doctor has said, your iron's normal. When I look at it, you're literally on the bottom end of normal. And when it comes to hair health, it's absolutely detrimental to hair. We need you in the mean or above. And so it's really interesting to see how doctors are like, yeah, actually that's true. Yeah, sure. Let's boost it up. And Oh, you are vitamin D deficient. That's huge. Vitamin D is a huge, huge role. And especially in our province, nobody yes. sees for eight months out of the year, basically. So Holy every single one of my patients in September goes on a minimum of like 3,500 to 4,000 international units of vitamin D. Yeah. 4,000 is our minimum in our house because I, well, w besides the fact that I wish I was on a beach right now, which unfortunately I'm not. <laughs> We have to give ourselves the liquid sunshine because what else do you do? Yeah. Well, and this is it. And I mean, it takes three months for vitamin D to build up in your system. So, I mean, you don't want to wait until you're deficient in it. You want to keep mm -hmm. on going. And I mean, it's so vital for mental health and just cellular development and cellular metabolism or cellular met uh, metabolism. Like it's just such a key vitamin. So yeah, it's, um, trichology isn't just about the hair and the scalp. It is very much about the, the, the patient as a whole. Wow. I, this is, my mind is just spinning here, <laughs> listening to this. Um, and as a person who has not had, had the struggle of hair loss, I, but as a woman who likes having hair, <laughs> I can only imagine the mental, anguish that goes through when that is such a point of contention um, in your life that you just can't get to the bottom of and figure it out. And it's not something that there's just like a magic pill for. And if you're only this one person doing this, like I can imagine hard to just find somebody, especially here, to be able to help with that.
I'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to let you in on something really special. Just like you, I value my health and am so grateful for the team at Holistic Physiotherapy and Wellness right here in Saskatoon. Not only do they have an incredible clinic, but also offer telehealth virtual appointment options for anyone across Saskatchewan. I have had virtual physio and naturopathic appointments in these last few months, and they have been game changers for me, all from the comfort of my own home. And right now they are offering 10% off any Pilates package and subscription in person and online with unlimited use from right now in January until the end of March. And as a listener of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, you can also receive $10 off any of their core health services in person or virtual telehealth. They have naturopathic medicine, chiropractic, physiotherapy, pelvic floor physiotherapy, massage therapy, yoga therapy. Book online today at Holistic physiowellness.ca and use the code celebrate 10 or you can call the clinic at 306-373-0060 because this is your year to take care of you and feel your best i struck gold when i went to mark college i got a student i actually had two students one of them works for me and maybe one day the other one will work for me too but she's been amazing and then um my whole team that's that's I have a personal assistant and I also have a manager. And then I, the barber that I hired, um, they all are training under me now, my whole staff. So from the minute that you pick up the phone call, you're not just going to get just a regular receptionist on the phone. You're going to get educated staff when you call. That is amazing. And that is from any business standpoint, regardless of the business, that is hard to do. That is hard yeah. to have your team and have the people, the right people in place who are not only engaged and interested in like learning more, but are able to follow through on all of that and actually feel like the mission and the purpose that you have it bursting in your mind about how you want your business to be can also flood through others. That is a big feat, my friend. Well, thank you. Good I feel so. Well, these girls that, are, that work with me are incredible though. I, it was I got lucky. Actually, one of the girls that I'm super proud of, she's she's my personal assistant. She's actually a cancer survivor too. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you a little story about her. Um, she sent me the loveliest. I already had had you on my radar of somebody that I wanted to talk to on the mm. podcast and have on the show. First of all, because I knew you and I saw what you were doing and I had never heard of this before. And I'm like, okay, I need to know more about this because I love being able to learn learn as I get to chat with people on this platform and have so many listeners from around the world that are listening to this show every week. It just blows my mind that so many people are listening, but I get to learn alongside them at the same time when I'm talking to amazing people like you, because I am not knowledgeable about this topic. And now I get to leave this knowing a little bit more about something than I did before, which I think is so important in life, but your lovely assistant sent the most thoughtful, kind, words and message about you to me in a private email. I know you don't even know this. This is a surprise for you here on the show today. And I was like crying as I read the email that she sent, um, knowing that I already wanted to ask you on the podcast already, but she was like, I need you to hear her story because this woman is like so important in my life. And she has just created this incredible work environment. And I am just so honored to work under her and a part of her world. That's what she said. And now I'm crying as I'm telling you this story because I was like, I, this is just the sweetest for you to have one of your staff members think of you like that. So there we go. I told, I told you we were going to cry today. 
Oh man, I love it. I just, I think that if there was more people like you who were taking the time and the effort with their people and with their teams and with their um, patients and clients, that businesses would change. And I think that that just is a testament to you and your character. And again, showing how, how your determination and how your stubbornness is coming back to bring all the good things in the world. I can say that because I'm a really stubborn person too. <laughs> um, so what would you, I mean, you've already addressed this um, a little bit as we've been talking along here, but what would you say inspires you the most about what you get to do for people every single day? My patients, they're inspiring. Every soul that sits in my chair and has the courage to share with me the story of how they lost their hair, because we don't just, hey, you know, you're losing it. There's always a story that goes mm -hmm. along with it. People have lost kids. They've had spouses die. Um, and, you know, women who come in who have lost husbands that are just trying to keep their head above water and all they have left is what they see, what we see physically. Mm -hmm. And so that is what's inspiring, knowing that you're coming into work every single day, knowing that somebody really needs you and they're so brave because they've actually taken the courage to call you and then they strip off the veil because once you're in that three feet of personal space people tend to open up and to me that is like the most spectacular rewarding inspiring thing ever and i've got a six-year-old patient she's amazing and she's just the sauciest little thing and she's like that's okay i'll just wear get another wig it's okay and you know she's just, she's just incredible so my inspiration comes from my patients on the daily. Oh my goodness. And I mean, I know this is a term that has been used over and over, especially in the last few years, but just like sharing your story and being vulnerable enough to share it. And often I think as people, I mean, I, I feel like I, I can see both sides of the coin on this story. I have had to be a person that is haven't had to be, have chosen to be a person that has shared my story and been vulnerable. And each week on this podcast, this is sharing and opening up and talking about things that I wouldn't normally share with strangers, but can talk about it because I get to have one-on-one -on -one conversations and it's like, we're just talking on our own, but there's actually 20,000 people listening. Okay. So that's great, you know, but to be able to share those stories and to be able to actually see both sides of it, of how brave it is, like you said, to open that up. And I think when you're in the darkness, when you're in the dark part of your story and still can find something somewhere to hold on to, whether it's the people around you that are like yourself, who are able to sort of help draw that story out, even when you maybe don't want to share it, but know that it needs to come out. I just think that that is so unbelievably powerful because it's so easy to just look at little snippets of people's lives, whether it's on social media or wherever the case may be and think that somebody has it all together and not recognize what the other, all the other moments of the day are just really, really hard. Yeah, I mean, we're all throwing up our highlight reel and that's why last, couple days ago I think it was I kind of just had it was Monday I think I did it and I did a live and I fessed right up that I was bawling my face off on last Saturday you know I don't want to paint a picture for 
any woman that I am perfect. By God, I already <laughs> feel like crap on my own, let alone trying to, you know, I've always, as women, we all do it. We compare ourselves to the next girl and we got to be better and better and better. And it's just like, I want to show the ugly parts. I wanted, that's why I talk about my story on my Facebook homepage, because what's happening to the left side of my hair due to my heart surgery and actually I separated from my husband a month ago. So it's ironic that you and I would be talking oh, right now. It's actually yeah. the end of our too. And then, uh, and then of course, um, moving the businesses. So lots has been going on, but I'm not here to sugarcoat it. Stress is going to happen whether you like it or not. So I like to say, I like to make sure that all my viewers are educated and say, listen, it's going to happen, but this is why it's going to happen. This is how long it's going to happen for. And this is when we can expect to see some regrowth. So you're going to start to see that glimpse of light shortly, but I love Sherry, it took me a long time to get to that point because I mean, it's your hair, right? So I am literally going on there, digging through all of my bald spots and showing everybody everything because I'm a hairdresser. I can make it look like whatever I want, right? <laughs> I have got the tools, right? I, that's not the picture I want to paint. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be a picture of imperfection because there is beauty in it. Listen to Brene Brown, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, I, I want to show my flaws. I want to show my imperfections. I don't want to be perfect because I don't follow anybody that's perfect because that just makes me feel worse about who I am. Well, and that's exactly it, right? And I, I've said this before on the show, that has been sort of a constant struggle for me my whole entire career because being in the world of event planning, there is not really room for, nobody puts on an event so that it's going to be imperfect. Nobody right. puts on an event so that it can be a train wreck. <laughs> they, <laughs> they're putting on an event for multitudes of reasons and the reasons never entail, let's hope this goes south. It's always celebrating something, accomplishments. What do we have going on here? It can be a lot of hard reasons, a lot of nonprofit work, a lot of things where there's like a uh, hard stories and hard reasons as to why something is happening, but that doesn't change the fact that the end result of it is always the illusion of perfection and beauty and, oh, this was so simple to put together, no big deal. And I have tried really hard to find that balance in my life because it's hard to portray it as anything but perfect because that is what I'm constantly striving for. But yet I know in my heart of hearts and reality of life, there is nothing perfect about the planning of an event or whatever. There's 800 dumpster fires before you ever get to the <laughs> end result. Of <laughs> like bridesmaid dresses not being done the night before the wedding. Yes. <laughs> you that? Oh my God, I nearly like, died. What, does that happen? Yes, it does. <laughs> Yes, it does. Yeah, exactly. And so to find that balance, because I, there have been times where I like tell myself stories in my head of, oh, everyone just expects this to be perfect and needs this to be perfect. And it's sort of this mental battle for me because of the career that I chose to be in and finding that back and forth because pretty beautiful things do light me up. They do make me happy. And I'm not apologizing for that part of it either. I love throwing myself a good party and entertaining. And I miss that more than anything in the world right now, this past year. <laughs> My children are just getting parties upon parties. Just <laughs> happening around here because I need to get my creativity out. <laughs> they must be so excited. Right? The best. They're living right in their own house. Just li living the dream. Yeah, right. 
Um, but yeah, no, I love that you said that because I just, I feel like it can't be said enough. And I think that it just keeps needing to be brought to the forefront person by person, conversation by conversation, Instagram post by Instagram post of how we are just in this together. And this isn't, um, this really, truly, there is room for everyone. Um, and I think the more we encourage each other's individuality, it's like I teach my kids, people are like God's garden. And if everybody was a rose, God's garden would get pretty boring after a while. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's the more, the more beauty, the more beautiful the garden, the more different the flowers are. That's what makes yes. it beautiful. Oh, I oh. love that. Um, so I always ask a few of the same questions to each of my guests before the episode ends in order to get just tiny little glimpses like we were talking about in your real life not what we may be seeing in other places. So um, I just had a few, a few lightning round questions. Are you ready? I'm totally ready. Okay. Let's do this. What book are you currently reading? Untamed and okay. Broken Open. Love it. I finished Untamed this summer, past summer, and I, I need to read it again. I feel like you could read mm -hmm. it just over and over and over, yeah. no matter what stage you're in. And you would just be gleaning so many different things out of it every single time. Hundred uh, percent every time. I love it. Okay, are you a coffee drinker, and what is your coffee order? Decaf black. I can't do calf because of my heart anymore. So decaf black. I don't have heart issues, and I'm in the same boat as you. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just did a thirty day challenge during the month of January, where I I have never in my entire life ever done any type of cleanse or um like i i appreciate healthy lifestyle don't get me wrong but food and i definitely um we have an interesting relationship with each other because i love to emotionally eat and uh -huh. fortunately have been blessed with a metabolism that allows me to emotionally eat without there being a lot of consequences on the outside yet that doesn't change what's happening on the inside <laughs> And I did it 30 days of like being super mindful of what I'm eating and by no means like oh. not, not eating, eating whatever, but just being mindful about what I'm eating and implemented some new vitamins and, sh and a shake for breakfast into my regime, which also meant cutting out caffeine. I, how'd that I, go? I was not going to make it in the first three days. I thought that I was like going to see heaven's gates because I was like <laughs> having like the detox of a lifetime oh, thinking no. like I was in fetal position, crying my eyes out in my oh, bed. It was so bad detoxing the caffeine and sugar. Oh, yeah. But now I am on the other side and this has been since January 7th, no caffeine. And I have not had like headaches since I had no kidding. I had headaches all the time, all the time. I thought they were like sitting at a desk related, stress related. Oh, this happened. That's why I have a headache. Oh, I'm at my computer too long. None. Oh, wow. Good for so you. I am, I am with what? you on the caffeine train for other reasons, but it's, I do, I do miss a, the taste of a nice, of a nice coffee, but I'll have to maybe try to get more on the decaf, decaf, <laughs> nothing, no coffee right now. And I miss it immensely. That'd be crazy. Yeah. The taste and the smell, the yes. smell. I've like made coffee to just smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Full confession. 
Um, okay, right now in your life, if you had to pick a song to be your life theme song, what would you pick? Baby Got Back. <gasps> oh, girl, you're, <laughs> you're feeling it. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of been my song my whole life, and it will take me from any mindset to just let's get let's have a dance party let's do this i love yeah. it okay i'm so listening to that after this um <laughs> okay what is your favorite junk food miss vicky salt and pepper salt and or lime and pepper chips yum oh chips i just love me some chips yeah i'm a yeah well and if i just can like avoid having them in the house i can be safe but if they're yep. in the house, like family size bag, no problem. Run. Room for Just one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when was the last time you belly laughed, really laughed? And what were you laughing about? I'm so excited to say that I've honestly, since we moved into this clinic a week ago, I've had more belly laughs than I can count this week. Oh. And I honestly, it was, it's just the environment we've just had some serious stuff go up and down and we've all just been able to sit back and literally like laugh so hard we're crying that is so amazing isn't it amazing what your space and surroundings as like a stepping stone can do for your mental health big time big time good for you I cannot wait to see your new space Oh, I can't wait to have you. We're going to be having some parties. So you, I'll be calling you to agree. So cannot <laughs> wait. Um, okay. Where are you most looking forward to traveling to once we are not restricted to our own beautiful country and province? <laughs> oh, Maui. Take me oh. back home. Maui. Oh my God. I'm with you. I'm, I'm there mentally right now. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I actually go to bed and I listen to the waves rolling in. I put it on YouTube and I just pretend that I'm laying on my cabana. Yeah. And it, mm -hmm. I'm actually on the ocean and yeah. that's not the wind blowing at 90 miles an hour outside. It's just the ocean. <laughs> it's not minus 54 Celsius. It is in fact plus 35. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love it. Jennifer, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You are just one of the strongest, bravest women I know. And I am so grateful that you could just open up and lay out all the hard stuff because that is what life is all about right now and I just really appreciate you. Oh, I thank you for having me. It's just been an honor to be on this show. This show would not be possible without you, my incredible listeners. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to Celebrating Simple Life on Apple Podcasts or download and listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen. If you really want to make my day, leave a review. These reviews, ratings, and sharing screenshots of podcast episodes that were engaging for you on your Instagram stories and tagging friends that you think should hear the episode too really helps the podcast grow. It makes me so happy that I often select reviews to read on the show. And if yours is chosen, you will receive a special gift from me. Thank you for being a part of my mission to connect stories of business and life. Cheers to celebrating simple life. Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast is a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, which is supported by the Ministry of Highways. You know me and winter is not my favorite season, but I am so grateful for our highway workers who operate our snow plows to keep our highways as safe as they can be, despite our awful winter weather. Did you know that snow plows pull over every 10 to 15 kilometers for you to pass safely? 
This means that even if you are as impatient as I am, you know that you are giving the snowplow some space in order to pass safely, which keeps everyone safe on the roads. When passing, treat snowplows the same way you would an emergency vehicle. If a plow is pulled over and has its lights flashing, slow to 60 kilometers and pass with caution. Always check the Saskatchewan Highway Hotline before traveling. Take your time, be patient, and stay safe. Visit saskatchewan.ca slash snowzone for more information.